like three songs and you're out. So plan on staying long today because I've got a lot of information. Everybody's smiling. That's good. I'm, I'm glad you're getting ready to do that. Anyway, we're going to talk a little bit about worship. I want to exhort you on worship. There's a couple other areas after worship that we'll, we'll talk about as well. But I just want you to go ahead and you can be turning to Psalm 9-1. I want to exhort you on the fact that if you don't know the words to the songs, because sometimes they're new, sometimes we've only done them a couple times. If you don't know the words, please don't go and not sing anything. You know what I'm saying? Don't stand there and just don't do Go ahead and worship the Lord. Find maybe one word in the song that you can say over and over to the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. I love you, Father. If you don't know the words, please still enter into worship. You know what I mean by that? Still enter in. Still be a part of worship. Because um, worship is a real key. See, Kim is, is she's responsible for leading you in to the throne room. She's responsible for that. So there's sometimes that when I sense that we're, we've sat down, you know what I mean? We've sat down in our inner man. We've stopped worshiping. Then I will help with that. I will pull you to get you back up to worshiping the Lord again, which is really important. See, it's worshiping the Lord that's going to bring the manifestation of the gifts of the Spirit. Do you understand that? Okay, so I want to encourage you in that. So we're going to look at some scripture verses. And um, I talked a little bit about worship yesterday, the importance of letting you, you and letting the Lord know you love Him. He loves that. Oh, I can sense the anointing already. Say, I love you, Father. I love you, Jesus. I love you, Holy Spirit. I love you. See, He wants to come down and wrap His arms around you. The minute you you start exalting Jesus as Lord, are you telling you love Him? I worship you, and I I love you, and I adore you. I give you praise and glory. If you don't know what to say, which that was kind of where I was at years back, of course, I thought, what do I say to the Lord? What do I say to the Lord? You know, and I would just. I'll go, okay, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, over and over through all the songs. Thank you, Jesus. But say something. And it can't just be out of here. It has to be out of here. We're going to see that as we look at these scripture verses. Okay, <laughs> Psalms 9-1. We're going to look at a few of these, and then Kim's going to lead us in worship. 9 one <clears throat> I will give thanks to the Lord with all my heart. I will tell of all thy wonders. I will give thanks to the Lord with all my heart. All my heart. So when you come in to worship, and I've exhorted you this way before, when you come in to worship, you come in to praise him. Mm -hmm. Now I know sometimes we've got casserole that maybe doesn't get finished. (laughs) Or we've got something planned for the rest of the day. And we're thinking, have I got everything together to do that? But our, our whole heart is spirit, soul, and body. That's the whole heart. Not just part of it. I don't know. Is that me? It was doing that yesterday too. Okay. So our whole heart. I will give thanks to the Lord with all my heart. Okay. Let's look at Psalm All right, my heart is steadfast. Oh God, my heart is steadfast. 
I will sing, yes, I will sing praises. My heart is fixed. I think King James says, is that right? My heart is fixed. My heart is fixed. So when you come in, your heart is fixed on that. Now, I know there's sometimes when people have to get up and go to the bathroom. And a lot of times there'll be the whole group around that person getting up and leaving. <clears throat> and everybody watches that person go. Get your heart fixed on worshiping the Lord. Amen. Amen. My heart is set. My heart is fixed. Just like you set your mind on things above, your heart is fixed on worshiping him. Amen. Psalm 86, please. Eighty-six, twelve. I will give thanks to thee, O Lord, my God, with all my heart. I think again, King, King James says, whole heart, whole heart. You're involved in worship, spirit, soul, and body, whole heart. Your mind isn't over here checking out the person next to you, whether they got all their clothes on or not. You understand that's not where you're supposed to be thinking or looking even, period. Okay. Your, mind, your, mind is set, your mind is set on things above, right? Amen. Thank you. I'll say Psalm 108, please. Psalm 108.1. My heart is steadfast, O oh God. I will sing. I will sing praises even with my soul. Again, it's again talking about your whole heart. Your heart is fixed, and it's a whole heart fixed. Psalm 111. Psalm 111. 1. Praise the Lord. I will give thanks to the Lord with all my heart in the company of the upright and in the assembly. I will give thanks to the Lord with all my heart. Again, it's a whole heart. Psalm 119.7. I shall give thanks to thee with uprightness of heart when I learn thy righteous judgments. Okay, uprightness of heart, right standing before the Lord. And I shared this with the ladies yesterday. You know, when you when I was in a place, this is years ago, but I could not worship. At it. I was, we were doing worship, but this was before. I wasn't even, um, uh, I was just learning to walk in the things of God, baptism, Holy Spirit, all of that. I come into the service and I was trying to worship and I just couldn't. But the Lord revealed to me that I was in in worship. He revealed to me that I was in a, a place of unforgiveness. So see, the Lord, when we start worshiping him, he's not only going to come down and give you a hug and love on you and take care of you. He's going to meet your need. The Holy Spirit is the need meter. He's going to cause the hurts and the pains to leave. He's going to bring healing in a service. He's going to bring deliverance in a service. That's what he's all about. So when you wholeheartedly are worshiping him, expect him to come and meet your need and do something for you. Amen? He's going to encourage you. He's going to bless you. He's going to tell you you're, you're doing a great job. He's going to bring peace upon your mind and your heart. Amen? He's going to bring peace. He wants to, he wants to meet your need. And that's why it's so good that we can worship and love on him. Amen? It's, we have the opportunity. Okay, so Psalm 119.7, I will praise with uprightness of heart. Don't come in here with sin in your life. Deal with it. Deal with the sin. We shouldn't be, we shouldn't, I mean, we're going to make mistakes, um, but we're moving to the place where we don't do that. 
we should be in a right-standing, upright position. So if you do, clean it up. Or if you get here and you, the Holy Spirit deals with, deals with you in an area, deal with it. Repent and, and get it straightened up with Him. The sooner the better, actually, guys. Okay? 138, please. 138, 1. I will give thee thanks with all my heart. I will sing praises to thee before the gods. All my heart. Again, it's a whole heart. We're singing praises. A whole heart. Amen? Whole heart. Whole heart. So when we worship, God wants to bless us. So I want us to go into worship now with that in mind that he wants to bless us. He wants to meet our needs. And so we're going to love him. We're going to thank him. We're going to give him glory and honor because he is worthy. And it is due him. It really is due him. Worthy and honor and glory. Amen? Amen. It is due him. Okay, Kim. Shall we stand up, please? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. God's good, isn't he? Amen. Amen. Um, How are you doing? Good? Good? Hang on. Hang on. Um, I have to um, announce our first ever checkerboard tournament winner ever. First ever. First ever. So, um, Zach, would you please come forward? I want you to meet our first ever checkerboard winner from the Silly Supper on Friday night. Could you could you give us some some input as to how that happened? As to how that happened. Oh, <laughs> just raw talent. That's really all it is. <laughs> No, uh, I, as far as checkers, I, I grew up playing checkers a lot with uh, the man who was basically my great-grandfather. Um, he actually wasn't, but he was. And we played checkers almost every day. And um, so, yeah, I have a strong checkers foundation, so to speak. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Did you want me to mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. Um, I'll just share real quick, I guess. I think most of you probably know um, just through Grapevine and things like that, but <laughs> Uh, it is Ruby and I's intent to uh, to move here at some point or another. Um, I don't have a timeline on that yet, but um, that's something that we feel the Lord is 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 uh, instructing us to do. So to uh, come here and, and and help be a part of Great Commission and whatever that looks like. Um, we've we've talked. We have a lot of ideas thrown back and forth and things like that. So, but that's going to be something that the Lord works out. But um, is it okay if I share a little? Just a little something's sure. on my heart. Yes. So yes. This is something that was on my heart um, during worship. I want you to open up. I got to get my my uh, my Bible here. I got to find it. I should have found it earlier. Let's see. It's in uh, the book of Matthew, chapter five. And I want you to see it in your Bible. So if you have your Bible or your iPhone or your Android or whatever you have, please open it up. It's Matthew chapter 5 and verse 14. And we know before I read this, we all know that Jesus is the light of the world. He said that. We know that, right? But Jesus is speaking here to his followers and he says, You, you are the light of the world. And a city that is set on a hill cannot be hidden. 
Neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel, but on a candlestick, and it gives light to all those that are in the house. So let your so let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. So Jesus not only said that He was the light of the world, He said that you and I are the light of the world. And He speaks about it here a little bit with the candle and the candlestick. See, the, the, the light that He was talking about, this room is lit up. It's lit up by those light bulbs right there. But that's not the light that Jesus had. He didn't say, hey, Peter, turn the light on. And Peter, walk over and flip the wall on the light switch. No, it was either that they had candles, they had torches, they had fire of some kind. You see what, the, the imagery there? With all those things, the common denominator, whether it's a candle, a torch, a campfire, whatever, is that it has to be fueled. There is something that has to be consumed for that light to come forth. And it's the same way with you and I. He said, you are the light of the world. And there is something within you and I that has to be consumed for us to provide light. The, the, the type and the shadow in the Old Testament, they kept a fire going before the Lord 24 hours a day. All the time, all the time. And there was the priests. They, there's, gosh, there's, you know how they, in those Old Testament books, everything's very particular. They would put on certain clothes, has a lot to do with righteousness, the imagery there. Mm-hmm. Put on certain clothes and they would come out every day and put fuel on that fire. Every day, put fuel on that fire. The same thing, you and I, every day, we have to put fuel on that fire. And, and the, the, putting the fuel on that fire is, is what Miss Roberta was talking about this morning. Worshiping the Lord from your heart. With, with pure motives, pure intentions. Every day we come and we put fuel in that fire. I love you, Jesus. You're worthy to be praised. I bless you. Maybe you sing, maybe you can't sing. I don't know. I, I, I felt to ask him, Jerry, can you sing? Oh, praise God. <laughs> praise God. The Lord, I, I know that, Jerry, you drive a truck. So you have the perfect job for someone who can't sing. You, get, you, can, you can drive around all day and just blessing the Lord. Hallelujah, Jesus. Singing, he can sing at the top of his lungs to Jesus and nobody knows the difference. You know, I used to drive a truck too, so I, I understand that. And there'd be many times in the mornings, you, you, whatever your favorite song is, you turn it on. I'd, I'd be driving, you know, you got one hand at the high noon and the other one up in the air. Thank you, Jesus. Just singing your heart out. You know, cry. there'd be a lot of times, I, I'm glad nobody could see me, but, you know, because you're up in the air, they can't see you. Just crying my eyes out, driving that truck down the road, you know, praising Jesus. But that's putting fuel on the fire. Fuel on the fire so that you can be light to those in a dark world. You can be light to those in a dark world. And what, sh- what Roberta was saying this morning about worship is so vitally important. If you can get it, if you can begin to implement that into your life, it will change your life forever, I promise you. If you can begin to daily, uh, you know, there's a lot of families in here and and I'm just going to share what the Lord, I believe, wanted me to share is men. I see a lot of married men in here. What happens in your home is your responsibility, whether you like it or not. The man is the head of the home. It is it is something that that it's a spiritual law. It is in effect. It is operating in your home, whether you like it or not whether you are actively involved in that role or not, it bears the fruit of that law in your home 100% every time. If, if you are uh, passive, if you are apathetic, if you really don't have that relationship with the Lord, that bears fruit in your home. Now, passive does not... Uh, there's, no, there's no correlation between um, passiveness and quietness. Let me just let me just say that there's no core. They they don't have anything to do with each other. They can, but they don't. 
Um, you can be very quiet. You can be very, uh, you know, calm, cool, collected, but you can absolutely have supreme authority over everything that happens in your home. 100% of the time. And so I encourage men, take the time after the kids go to bed, begin to take time. Whatever, whatever speaks to your heart in worship, whether it's putting on YouTube. I know everybody's got YouTube right there on the smart TV nowadays, right? Flip on a, a, a video of, of some worship music, whatever. You and your wife get quiet before the Lord begin to just say, you know, bless you, Jesus. I worship you, Jesus. Whatever it looks like to you. And that same presence of God that comes in this place when we come together and worship, it will come into your living room. It will come into your bedroom. It will come into wherever you happen to be because it's the same Holy Spirit. It's the same Spirit. And, it, and as you begin to, to do that on a regular basis, you're fueling that fire. So that, that light begins to burn brighter and brighter and brighter until it's harder to contain. So that when we show up in a place like this, you can't contain it. And, you, and, and, in the, and the, I, I promise you, the services in this place will be far different. Far different as we all begin to put the fuel on that fire every day. Every day, every day. Because we're all, we'll all come in completely just full to the brim. Ready to overflow in not in this place, but also in your workplace, in in your uh, in your home, your children will see the difference, on and on and on. So I, I I can't emphasize that enough with what Roberta was sharing. From your heart, begin to worship the the Lord in your quiet time. That's what He desires from you. Amen. So I, I won't. It's, it's a dangerous thing to hand a preacher a microphone. That's a. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. That just fits right. Right, with everything that we were doing. Oh, there we go. Yes, I, I, I had a number of different things. I just really, my heart is to, that I was going to do this morning, but my heart was to orchestrate, to let the Holy Spirit orchestrate what he wanted to do. Now, I knew nothing about Zach, uh, what he wanted to share, but I had a few things on my heart. And so, you know, there was intercession time spent yesterday on this surface here today. And so that's really important that God gets involved, whether it's interceding for the service, which I would all charge you to do that as well, or whether it's like uh, Zach was just saying, getting your personal prayer time and your worship time ready to come to church. Amen. Amen. Because that presence, I mean, just like that can show up doesn't matter where you are, but just like that, the presence of the Lord can show up. Amen? <clears throat> so we're going to continue feeling the fire. You probably know what we're going to do, don't you? Okay, we're going to pray in tongues. And we're going to do what we did last week. We're going to fuel the fire. But also, we're going to pray five minutes like we did last week. And then we're going to say, I'm going to say stop, and I want you to hear what's coming up out of here. Because it when you when we do that and we stop you're you're going to hear where your prayer language is coming from and it's out of that same place that God talks to you it's out of that same place so as we as we do that again we did it last week we're going to continue to do that i want you to get used to that and i would practice it at home i would pray in tongues and then stop and listen to where it's coming from it's out of that same place of the gifts of the spirit that we're we're getting ready to teach on more it's out of that same place.
that you're going to hear your word of knowledge, your word of wisdom, tongues and interpretation. It's not that same spot. So I just want to encourage you. We're going to, we're going to do that right now. We're going to take uh, five minutes and we're going to pray in tongues. If you don't have your prayer language, that's not a big deal. Just continue to worship. Fuel the fire that way. Okay. Word from the Lord or prophecy or anything that they would like to share that the Lord shared with them. Even if it's just for yourself, if you want to share that. Amen? Amen? Anybody? I'm just hearing Romans chapter 8. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we think about that 828, God works all things together yes. for good for those yes. who, are called, who, who love him and are called according to his purpose. Mm-hmm. And I think um, he, he's focused with that. He's telling in my heart, you know, today that the that's when we're interceding in prayer. Like mm-hmm. it, it's mm-hmm. not just something goes on and it's bad and then, oh, well, God will work that together for good because right. I love him. But if you read up higher, I know you've talked about this before, but he is saying when I'm when you're interceding for prayer, I'm going to work things together for good. Yes. When you're doing what we're doing, yes. praying in the spirit, praying, just spending time in like focusing inside. He lives in here if you're born again, and he wants to talk to you in here. Um, you know. Yeah. So as we're interceding, yes. as we're praying in the spirit, he's going to tell you things to help lead you into those good plans he has for you. And yes. then it goes on to say that. He, he were praying out Father's perfect will for yes. our life when we're doing this. Yes. So he was just telling me, I want you to go home after church and spend some time just doing this. Just sit and pray, listen inside, put out your journal. Mm-hmm. I might have some things I want to tell you. Ah, oh, that's cool. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, that's neat. Anybody else? Anybody else? Okay. Francis. I keep hearing that God loves his church and he's waiting with open arms for you to come and run into his arms so he can hug you and love you with his love. Amen. 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 Anybody else? Susan. So I'm seeing as we've been in worship and then as we're praying in the spirit, I've been seeing like this figure eight over great commission church just constantly figure eight figure eight Mm -hmm. and hearing the number eight and there's a lot of significance in the bible of the number eight Mm -hmm. and then um then i started hearing the rhythm of heaven and that when we are in worship as what you're teaching when we are in that place and we are in the rhythm of heaven amen we're in the rhythm of heaven and then as we were praying in the spirit more towards the end i started hearing He's releasing his gifts. We need to take them. They're ours. Mm-hmm. We need to receive them. He's mm-hmm. releasing them. And some of us have been asking and asking and asking and asking. And he's saying, take them. You're, they're yours. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. And you know, with that, we want to step out. When you know, you got to step out and do it. Yeah, that goes right along with what I got is, is God made each one of us with a purpose. Mm-hmm. And I feel like a lot of us sit and wonder, what is our purpose in life? Mm-hmm. We're too scared to step out 
and do anything. That's right. And that's exactly where the devil wants us. That's right. And so we just need to step out afraid or yeah. whatever it is, you know, step <laughs> out step in fear, out, yeah. whatever. Yeah. But, you know, like what she was saying, they're just, we, we all have a purpose and we just need to step out in it and ask God, what is it? And then just go for it. Mm -hmm. Because even if you're wrong, so what, you know, you can sit down and start over. That's right. You know, that's right. Mm -hmm. so. That's exactly what I, I did when I was, and I've shared this before when I was, when I was, um, uh, stepping out because I wanted to function the gifts of spirit and we're talking years ago, but I, I, um, did not know how to do that, nor had anybody tell me, nor do nobody told me to do the exercise we just did. But I wanted to function in the gifts of the Spirit, so I understood them. And that's what we're getting ready to do. We'll probably focus on word of knowledge next week. But I wanted, and that's what was manifesting a lot this morning a word of knowledge, word of knowledge, knowing that there was pain, and just knowing that. And some people I knew, some people I did not know. But that was a manifestation of word of knowledge. And so when you have, when you are praying for people and you hear something that is not God, like a spirit of fear, or you hear something about pain, go ahead and step out. Like she was saying, step out and bind the spirit of fear and lose life and lose healing. You always lose the opposite of what you're picking up. Step out and do it. When you become obedient to step out, he's going to start revealing more to you. He's going to show you uh, those those words and those those things that you can do as you minister to people. Even just stepping out and doing prophecy, you know, like we've been talking about last week, doing prophecy is really important. It's an encouragement. It's a comfort. And it's exhortation to whoever you're talking to or to the body of Christ. Amen. And so we just need to step out and do it. I always smile. I'm smiling up here. I think, oh, my goodness, I've sat in a lot of churches, and I've never been in a church like this, you know, where you worship, and then you go around, you minister healing, and then pretty soon sit down. We're going to pray in tongues for a while, you know. And, and so I, I, that's just so I just want to do what the Lord wants done. So several of the things I knew about, I did not know about Zach, but his fell right along with what we were doing this morning. I just knew I didn't have all of the pieces. And so Zach took care of one of the pieces for me. And so, so that's good. God's good, isn't he? And it's so much fun to come to church and do what he tells you to do. Not three songs and a message about dealing with fear and out the door you go with no freedom from it. Amen. Amen. So we've been, we've been set free by the blood of Jesus. Amen. Amen. And we have the ability within each one of us to step out and do what God has called us to do. It's the, the, the thing is stepping out, like Kim was saying, stepping out and doing it. Stepping out and doing it. If you have to go, I don't know, I keep trying to get the nursing homes open because I'm going to take people there to minister as soon as we can. It's, a, it's an easy place to go do. And um, I don't know if you can find some place to go, like a nursing home, and just go in and minister and talk to them, talk to them about Jesus um, Maryland's that nursing home up in Gladbrook. We covered that a couple of times, but it's been a while since COVID. But we go in and, and make sure they were born again and, and pray for them. If they had a need, if they couldn't talk, we still prayed for them. We still talked to them about Jesus. And so those things will help you start stepping out and doing. And so I want to get us going and doing some of those things. Or just pray. Husbands, pray for your wives. Wives, pray for your husbands. Pray for your kids. 
And I've told you that before. When they come home from school, they are carrying junk. I know from experience. They are carrying junk. They aren't themselves. They don't act the same way. Lay your hands on them and command that junk to get off of them. They don't have a right to bring it into your home anyway. Amen? I don't know why we went that way. Yes, Ruby. Even taking the children with you to the care home because the residents are even more receptive to children. Mm-hmm. And whenever Jared, he's 29 now, but he was about seven or eight, I'd take him and my other brother, Michael, to an assisted living and we'd knock on doors and they would go in and the residents were so happy to see the kids. Mm-hmm. And they would ask, they were the ones who would pray for the residents, the kids, Jared would. Yeah. And there was one week, it was amazing. We went, we'd go Sunday afternoons. The next week we went, well, that week we went and there was a lady who had cancer and the boys prayed for her. Well, then the next week, week we went, she said, I have something exciting to tell you. She said, the doctors cannot find a trace of cancer. So just things like, Praise I mean, the, the kids Lord. start teaching yeah. the children to yes. like have that yes. faith and to go out and That's right. do it That's as a right. family, you know? Mm-hmm. Amen. That's correct. That's right. Amen. Amen. So it does, there's no, no age involved. You don't have to wait till you reach 20 in order to go do what we're talking about. You know, you can go do that, those things now. Amen? Amen. So anybody else before I put this down? Anybody else have anything? Okay, who received uh, healing today? No pain or pain's almost gone? <laughs> Marilyn Bowen. Probably Lynette. She's downstairs. Linda. Okay, praise the Lord. Because even some of those happen during worship or maybe praying in tongues. But we want to remember, like Zach was saying, to fuel the fire, fuel that fire and keep it hot. You know, you'll see in Acts where there's so many times that they were uh, filled with the Holy Spirit and they spoke in tongues. They were filled and spoke in tongues. They were filled. So we want to fuel that fire and stay full. Amen? We want to do that. Anybody else need prayer that maybe didn't get prayer or would like prayer for anything? I'm not going to go here, but it, I, I have—I do have something I'll go next week because we're on a a, a, a good place right now. But this I want to share on something that I believe this Lord is warning me about concerning the church, and um, uh, it's it's okay. It's just He's letting me know ahead of time so that we can pray effectively that way, you know. And so we'll we'll hit that next week. But we're good. Just keep praying for the church. Pray for the families, whatever the Lord lays on your heart. Pray for pastor and pray for what God's doing because God is moving and doing things. And we, we just need as a body to be ready. We be, need to be ready to minister people that are, are coming in that don't know Jesus, that don't know anything about the Holy Spirit, and they don't know anything. They need healed. They need delivered. They need set free. Amen. Amen. And I have personally, I have noticed an increase in the anointing. So if I've noticed an increase in the anointing, that means there's an increase here as well. Okay. Have anybody else noticed that increase, increase in the anointing? Yeah. So we want to, we want to stay ready, stay built up, keep our fire hot and um, stay sensitive to the leading of the Lord. Pray when he tells you to pray, intercede for the church when he tells you to do that. Pray for each other. Amen.